Let's talk blogging. If you've been around for any amount of time, really, you know that I have a blog, Becca's Music Room, that goes with my TPT shop, Becca's Music Room, and I am obsessed with it. Yes, I still blog in 2023. Actually, I was just working on all of my ideas for what I'm going to be blogging about this year and like trying to get all that kind of sorted and figured out so that I know what I'm gonna be typing up. And it just is so much fun. I love blogs so, so, so much. But today we're not gonna talk just about how much I love blogs although it's a lot. Instead, we're gonna talk about how your blog makes money. There's a couple different ways that you can make money. I get a lot of questions about these things and I'm also gonna tell you the best way that your blog can make money and I'm sure you know the spoiler of what it's gonna be. If you wanna get started with your blog, by the way, Hey, Editing Becca here. I was going to tell you about my free email course for getting started on blogging, but since I filmed this video, I have made a much, much better opt-in that you're going to like much, much more. So instead, if you click the link down below, then you will be able to grab a whole huge list of content ideas for your blog, and there will be more things coming soon, so make sure you check back to that folder after you have gotten access to it. All right, so there are three ways you can use your blog to sell your TBT resources. All of these are gonna be centered around selling your TBT resources, but if you have different products, obviously just substitute whatever I'm saying for whatever you have. It works with pretty much everything. So three ways that you can make money with your blog on your TBT shop. Number one is by creating ads to sell your resources. In the early days, I used to have Google AdSense on my website and I currently still have it on my website, but as the years have gone on, I have done less and less and less outside ads. Because here's the thing, if you have Google ads installed on your website, first of all, it can make you look kind of clunky. Secondly, the way that you make money off of ads on your website is that if someone is reading my blog post about, what are we doing? Five Japanese folk songs. Okay, they're reading my blog post, they're going through and they get an ad for a new instrument. Okay, and they're like, oh cool, instrument. They click on that ad and then if they purchase, then I make a little bit of money. Cool, cool. Um, here's the thing, <laughs> I now, like at first that was really great, but after a while, I started thinking more and more about it and realizing that the way I'm making money is people clicking off of my website and instead clicking on other things and purchasing other things that have nothing to do with me. And I make more money if you purchase my $3 teachers teachers resource than I do if you purchase something through an ad on Google. Okay? Okay. So as time has gone on, I have been less and less into ads. I've been putting less ads onto my posts. A lot of posts, I don't put any. And I think I've decided this year that I'm just going to be like done and not put any in there. So instead, here's what I'm going to do. You can make your own little ads for your TBT shop. I'm going to tell you like the, you know, gunky, not really great way to do it because I'm not actually that techie. Um, so this is actually a really simple process. All you need is just a graphic that you can make in Canva. You can make whatever size is going to work best for your blog post. And you can have like a little mini ad that you don't have to pay for because it's your blog post. And you can have that in your blog 
so that as people are you know reading through you can have a little graphic that has a picture and says like check out this rhythm activity on teachers pay teachers and you can link to it so that then people can click on the link and go over there you can also put these like graphics and stuff in like the sidebar or at the bottom of your post or things like that and especially i find that they're more effective at the bottom of your post if you're like you might be interested in these three resources and if you can make them relevant to whatever the blog post is about then that will do pretty well because if someone already read the whole blog post and now there's like three options and they're related to what we're doing you know here's one of the japanese songs lesson plaques here's a game that you can play while you're working on this like add those down there and then they can purchase those if they want and it's kind of like creating your own little ad for your website you don't have to pay for anybody it's super easy you can tailor it to what blog posts they're reading and it's a really easy way to you know get a few more clicks to your tbt shop okay all right, number two is by sending traffic directly to your resources, specifically from talking about your products and blogs. So the difference between number one and number two is number one is putting up a like ad with a little graphic that encourages people to go purchase. Number two is in this blog post, I'm talking about certain resources and those resources are hopefully then getting purchased. So if I'm using my, you know, five Japanese songs example, one of the songs that is on there, I have a little like lesson pack that you can get that has slides and it has PDFs and it has all the things that you need to teach that lesson. So in the blog post, I can talk about, you know, all the different lessons. And when I get to that one, I can say, you know, oh, and I have this lesson pack that you can get, and it has all the things that you need to teach this lesson. So it has, you know, and I can give a little blurb about it in a paragraph or two, put the link. I like to also put a photo. Sometimes I even put the thumbnail right there um, because it just looks like something that you would click on. And so that way people see it and they can click on it and they can go purchase or they can read the little blurb and be like, oh yeah, that's cool and go purchase. This is the most efficient way to get people to purchase things because you're already talking about something. And so having it linked in the blog post makes your life so much better. You could also do blog posts that are all about that certain product. So like I have a blog post about how to play a game called Lucky Lemons. Lucky Lemons is a board game that I made up and so therefore you don't know how to play it if you don't, you know, get to it. And also if you don't have my product, you really can't use it. So it's all about this board game that you can use to work on Solfa with your kiddos, but you really need to purchase it in order to do that. And so in there I'm talking about why you might want to purchase, why you might want to play this game what's fun about it, how the kids like it, all the transformation and stuff like that. But I'm also pretty much telling people, you should go buy this. Um, roundups are an easy one. Like the first one I said, you can do different ways to play rhythm games. What are quiet activities you can do when kids are done with testing? All of those are good blog posts that you can like kind of highlight some of your resources in. Whether you highlight just one or whether you highlight a couple, it's totally fine. It doesn't really matter. But what does matter is that you are sending that traffic to your TBT shop. When you do this, always have a very clear call to action. So not just like, oh, and I have this cool resource, but you want to actually say, I have this really cool resource and explain it a little bit and then say, click here to purchase. And yes, you want to say purchase or buy because you want it to be very specific, not just click here to check it out, which is what I used to do when I first started because I didn't want to be salesy. Um, but looking more into buying psychology, it's better to actually say purchase here. And that's just a really good clear call to action. When you're writing blog posts that are talking about products, I kind of link them into 
three different categories. So there's the hard sells, which would be like my lucky lemons where it's like, this is what you should do. You need to buy this product. Okay. Um, then there's soft sells. A soft sell is when something is related, but not super, super related. So maybe you're talking about how to run your centers. And so in that you can share some of your favorite centers as well and say, these are centers that I use, or when I'm using this center, I'm doing X, Y, Z. Or if you're talking about writing, you can talk about like how you use writing for morning work and how you use writing for morning work is by using your writing morning work prompts. Okay. Okay. Those are soft sells. Soft sells are talking about products, but it's not the whole focus. And I kind of delineate it between, can you do the activity or the lesson without the product? If the answer is yes, it's a soft sell. If a, the answer is no, it's a hard sale. It doesn't really matter because like people are not going to be like reading and be like, Oh, this is a hard sell. I don't want to read this. But I do like to make sure that when I'm choosing blog posts and picking them out that I'm kind of like differentiating. So they're not all hard sales or if I'm doing some hard sales, I kind of try to spread them out. So they're just not like back to back to back. And the third way that you can sell your resources is by using roundups. Roundups is when you talk about a couple of different activities and they're linked somehow. So my favorite writing activities, tips for doing centers, um, the best spring art lessons. Those are all examples of roundups where you can talk about your products, but it's not the whole thing. If you are doing roundups, don't do all of them being products. I like to stick to if I'm doing three, one can be a product. If I'm doing five, two can be a product. If I'm doing seven, three can be a product. So that way it's just like keeping it kind of lower on the scale. So one example would be if I'm trying to sell my tropical Hawaiian soulfish slides. Okay. I could say, how to use or how to use the tropical soulfish slides or i could call that like um using tropical vacation slides in my elementary music or something like that or i could do ways to practice so and me at the end of the year or tropical themed activities for your you know virtual field trip vacation okay that would be more of a roundup or i could do like an example of a lesson and I could say here's how I use and I could say here's how I practice so and me during our tropical party at the end of the year okay those are all three talking about the same concept and I can link to the same products different ways that you can go about writing and selling the third way to make money off of your blog is the best way, but also the most roundabout way. So with this, it's not an immediate purchase. It's also not something you can track super, super well, but that is to use your blog to gain audience. Your audience is people who are following you, of course. And specifically when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about your audience in terms of your email list. Email is the best way to capture an audience because when you have someone's email address, you can send things directly to them and you're not competing with social media algorithms and Instagram outages and all of the things that go into YouTube and Instagram and Twitter and all of those things that are a little bit more, you know, all over the place. When you have someone's email address, you can send things directly to them. They obviously have the option to unsubscribe, but it just is a much better link to them. They're more likely to see it 
and it's just a much better, better way to make money. My email list, I track every month. I go through and look at all my stats. And one thing I look at is where my traffic's coming from. So I look at my blog and I look at my YouTube channel and I look at Pinterest and I look at my email list. And my email list always sends the most amount of traffic to my TBT store. Now, of course, I have to have the blog and the YouTube channel to get the email list. But once you have those people on your email list, you can continue to convert them into sales over and over again, which is where this really goes. Because you know, if someone reads a blog post, clicks, purchases, that's great. But if someone reads a blog post, clicks, joins the email list, and they can purchase one product a month for the next couple of years, that's where the magic happens. I like to always have some blog posts that are promoting my email list. When you are promoting your email list, you're going to want to have some sort of freebie that you can send people in return for their email address. It's kind of like a transaction. They get the freebie, you get the email address. That way they have an incentive to join. And also you have something really specific that you can advertise. So for example, I recently made a like new spring rhythm freebie. So I've been talking a lot about my new spring rhythm freebie and I am on my list of blog posts I'm going to write this year. I have down new spring rhythm freebie so that I can have a blog post talking specifically about it and basically doing a hard sale about my free resource so that people will want to go and purchase. Anytime I talk about spring stuff, I can talk about that. If I'm talking about rhythm, I can talk about that. And so there's lots of different places I can plug that in. And doing that allows me to get people's email addresses. I especially love this because you get email addresses of people who are interested in what you make because your freebies are going to be similar to your regular products. So if they like your freebie, then they should like your product. For this, you're going to need your lead magnet. That's your freebie, what we just talked about. You're also going to need to build a landing page. I use MailChimp for my email service situation. So I will link a video down below that tells how to create a landing page on MailChimp. It is super easy. And basically you just like type up some stuff that convinces them to put their email in there and then they put their email. And then I like to do, there's like a little toggle where you can click and it says like send to, and it usually says confirmation message. I always click that and go to link. And I put the link of the resource that is free in there so i usually put it in my blog you could do it like a google drive like whatever um so that way as soon as they click on submit and they put their email in there they get it you can also send it in the first email which a lot of people do to make sure that someone's like going and looking in their email but honestly i just found that this is the easiest way to do it and it has the least amount of people who are frustrated about not being able to find the email and so that is how i like to do mine lead magnet, landing page, and then you need to create the content talking about the freebie. I like to have a blur, basically an advertisement for my email ad list in every single blog post at the top and at the bottom. And if I'm talking about something specific, like a freebie, like my, you know, spring, whatever, um, then I talk about it a lot and I put the link in there a lot so that people have the opportunity to grab that for free. And I have the opportunity to capture them onto my email list. So even though it's like roundabout, it's not an immediate sale. And so it might feel a little weird being like, I'm putting a lot of effort into making this blog. I'm not even linking to a product. But again, if someone clicks and purchases once, that's great. But if someone clicks and purchases every month because you send them something new, that's where the magic happens. So those are the three main ways that you can make money with your blog on your TBT shop. So if you are looking to get started with a blog, 
Those are some things that you should look at when you're looking at writing blogs, look at those things and think like, okay, do I have products that are linked in my, do I have products that are linked? Do I have soft sales? Do I have roundups? Do I have things going to my email list? Do I have little ads, especially in some blog posts just don't naturally have a good fit for a specific product. And so you can have little ads going to your TBT store right there so that people are clicking and purchasing and then they get to have your awesome products and you get a little bit of money. And it's just, you know, a win-win for everybody. If you want more information about blogs, I actually have a whole blogging course. It is all about how to use your blog to make money on TBT, which obviously you're interested in since you're still here at the end of the video and that's what this video was about. I do have one module for setting up your blog. So if you're new, new, then we got you. If you already have your blog set up, that's fine too, because I have tons of writing tips, how to convert your readers into buyers. We talk about advertising your blog on Pinterest. We talk about all about the email list. There's a whole module. There's a lot of stuff in there and a lot of content. And yeah, it's really worth it. People who have taken it say it's like one of the best things. Actually, even my mom took it, like truly took it and started her own blog. So that was really cool. Um, if you are interested in signing up, I will leave a link to it down below and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank mm -hmm. you.